Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello everybody and welcome to the Football Rambles Guide 2. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm David Cartledge. And I'm Pete Donaldson. There are some moments in football and in life that defy comprehension, that make you stop in your tracks and that you know in that very moment they will be spoken about for years to come. On the 25th of January 1995, Eric Cantona's right boot delivered another. It was what you might call a high foot, except it didn't strike an opposition player, it struck a fan. It's all got wildly out of man, and once more, Eric Cantona is the man at the centre of a dramatic controversy. Eric Cantona had been sent off, and Matthew Simmons, a Crystal Palace fan, had berated him from the front row at Selhurst Park. Cantona must have heard it a hundred times before, but he didn't take it on the chin this time. This time, he wanted to fight back. If you could take one memory away with you from what you did when you were playing, what would it be? When I did the Kung Fu on the Oligan. Eric Cantona's Kung Fu kick has gone down in history as one of the most iconic moments in the Premier League. The media were horrified, but then came the reports about what had been said, and Cantona was hailed as a hero by some. Ian Wright even said he was jealous of him. <laughs> 
The whole incident was so breathtakingly controversial, but it was also a decisive moment in that season's title race. And most of all, it summed up the ever-mystifying character that was and is Eric Cantona. So sniff out the sardines and follow the trawler, because this is the Football Rambles guide to Eric Cantona's Kung Fu kick. Hello, everybody. Hello. <laughs> what a reason we've gathered for today. <laughs> David, where were you on the 25th of January, 1995? Um, I was a young lad, and mm -hmm. I remember uh, seeing this on the news and then waiting for the actual highlights after. I remember it being bitly cold as well. I think it was like a bit of a snowstorm, because it was yeah. like a Wednesday night. Um, it was a yeah, midweek fixture. Yeah, it was yeah. a midweek fixture. Cold January Midweek fixture. Yeah, in the northeast as well. Uh huh. In the north. Oh, well, you were in the northeast. Yeah. The game was very <laughs> yeah, much in London, course. tropical London. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, fair enough. So yeah, and at this point, were you when you were saying you were waiting for the footage? We we know you like the old uh, the shit houseery and the, yeah. the sort of. Were, were you, was this the 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 moment that you thought this is for me, or or, or were you already um, that way inclined? No, I was already that way inclined. Yeah, okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, so you couldn't believe yeah. your luck. I, oh, I was, I was a, a young cartilage was saliva, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Peter? Presumably you were in the northeast as well. Some clicks south to, in Hartlepool. Um, <laughs> I think I was. I, I, I seem. I don't remember hearing about it on the evening, but I certainly remember hearing about it the next day. It was very much delivered. I think the news was delivered by my dad. Because uh, he'd been, because he, he's a shift worker, so he was up earlier than me, and he was just kind of like, it, it, he did it once when, uh, remember when Jarvis Cocker flashed uh, at, the at, Brit the Brits, at the Brit Awards? Uh, my dad said, that, Michael Jackson was on stage. He yeah, got his bottom out. Got his bottom out, and yeah. my and my dad reported that to me, going, oh, you know, uh, you know, your favourite band, Pulp. Well, the lead singer, high on drugs, went on stage. <laughs> And started hitting a kid, and and obviously <laughs> none of that happens, right? In but the middle of the night, it feels so right. <laughs> but then, but then uh, when it when the actual footage was seen, it's like, oh, I'm mean, just, yeah. he just, he just, you know, he's pricking the pomposity of that particular Earth Song performance. Yeah. With apologies to the world's biggest Michael Jackson fan over over the way, but. Um, uh, yeah, it was like uh, I, I, I was. <laughs> I was some years ago, <laughs> and I met him. Um, Guess the, when I sort of changed my mind on that. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, and, and it was kind of delivered in that kind of way. And then you actually watch the footage, and you're like, oh, he like it wasn't. It's a bit disappointing. It was a bit disappointing, and the kung fu kick. I don't know. I I just that, no that delivered. That delivered. I think yeah. The performance. So what you're yeah. saying is sometimes when you hear about something that's shocking's happened, and you see, yeah. you're gonna go oh, yeah. It's a bit like when when we talk about oh there was a brawl there yeah. was a brawl at Old Trafford no there wasn't <laughs> have you seen a brawl like it, it by the way they are horrific if you ever see them in real life let's not sort of paint a, the, the wrong picture here but but with this when you heard oh he's he's kicked a fan you thought has he <laughs> how so how, how has that kick, worked out because like, the fan would probably be in the stands would it be higher would it be did he how does it pitch work? <laughs> and then you see the footage and you go. I was thinking, oh, as a fan ran on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's yeah he kicked him. his shins. Yeah, or something. so I thought, all right, kid. Okay, but the idea of him going yeah. into the stands was just mind blowing. Oh, you like, can do that. Yeah, <laughs> like, but you know, like, but often in European football, we 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 see what goes on in 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 South America, and we've seen some crazy stuff that mm. happens there. When you're in Europe, you look at South America and you go, "That looks amazing. <laughs> that looks cool." And they're going, "No, no, 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 no. We, you, you, you you should be happy with what you've got. This is mad. This is mad. No, but this is untenable. But, but there is sometimes, isn't there? There's is that, that that little element of oh you know in South American football a lot, lot, lot of stuff happens 
even in South America, they'd have been going, oh, that's a bit crazy. <laughs> said, what are you doing over there? There'd been a lot of players thinking, why haven't I done that before? <laughs> <laughs> that's what the people would be thinking. Get hold of yourselves, you know. No, but, to, was... but to isolate kind of one fan who's given it, yeah. given it the big one and to sort of be so forensic with your attack is mm. so it's so impressive yeah. uh, to a certain extent. Did he, and, he, did he and, go and, over and the right-hander as well? I think, yeah, I think he sort of, when he sort of pushed back, I think, from, yeah. from just the triangular hoarding, doesn't he? He sort of like rolls yeah. back a bit. He but he's still very upright like a peacock. He's kind of like, yeah. I mean, it was incredible. I mean, Eric Cantona once said, uh, was asked about his best moment of his career. He said, My best moment? I've had a lot of good moments. Indeed, he, indeed he did. But the one I prefer is when I kick the hooligan. He's <laughs> very much bought into this whole thing, isn't he? I mean, Manchester United, so to get a bit of context on the field, Manchester United were battling out uh, for the title with Blackburn Rovers. Yes, kids, it did happen. Um, Cantona was, uh, he was the big player at Manchester United. Had a lot of good players at the time, of course, but he was the man. Uh, he joined them from Leeds in 1992, uh, where they'd, they'd won the old Division One, as it was called back then. Uh, and then, of course, uh, he'd gone on and... Um, won the, the, the title with Manchester United. They'd won the FA Cup in, in 1994. He'd already been sent off four times in his Manchester United career. Had the bad boy image. One of the reasons why he left France, wasn't it? Um, yeah, they, yeah. They were kind of, now, yeah. They'd kind of done with him, really. You know, this mythical talent. I, I try to think of a, a modern-day equivalent. If you will, there's an element of Mario Balotelli in that... Uh, I'm just kind of struggling a bit here, but, but in that, you know... Here was a player. Was he making the most of his talents, kind of thing? I suppose maybe that is perhaps where the comparisons that's, stop. That's what makes this so unique. Cantona yeah. wasn't just some random shit house player. No, like a, a dirty, scrappy midfielder. That's right. This guy's this towering, yeah. iconic figure. Yes, collar up, like France you say, international like a peacock, at the time. Just mm. everywhere he walked. I mean, it was stunning. You know, you heard reports because at Manchester at the time, you know, in terms of popular culture, it was one of the hubs in in, in this country. I mean, you, I don't know, people might argue it still is, but certainly back then, you know, you think yeah. of the music, you think of the Hacienda nightclub yeah. and so on. And, I've, you know, there's often reports of, of, of various footballers, you know, perhaps um, doing things they shouldn't have done. And whereas Cantona would often just be at the bar wearing a little beret, just having a mineral water, just sort of <laughs> looking bemused around everybody, going, what, what was but everybody but, but, but doing? People, you know, just, but people kind of forget that... And, he and stood out in the I, crowd. Uh, for another awful uh, show that we had to record about Fizzer, um, <laughs> I, had, I had to listen to uh, the High Performance Podcast, and that's oh, one right. thing he did sort of say, like talking to people who, who obviously played with them a lot more. Um to, to have this idea that this mercurial um, player who didn't really have to work very hard because he just had this God-given talent this wasn't true he just he just put the hours in he put yeah, the hours yeah. in because he knew what it was what it, he had to become uh, and what he had to do to maintain and uh, to, to, to flourish in the game and he, he, he was a fucking hard worker mm. off he the was. pitch as well he was yeah he had uh, just in the stands <laughs> <laughs> he grafted no, no t- a stone left unturned he had <laughs> he had industry mm. he had the the shithousery yeah and he had extreme quality he's he's yeah. one of the most important players in the club history but also premier league history as well i agree yeah. i think there's certain i, totally f- I think there's you. certain figures who very mm. much define an era yep. and he is one of them he's more than a player he, oh, oh yes absolutely it's like i did the fact that they sing his name i, I, I mean it shows you that the i mean you would argue that the glory is yeah they had great Trophies and Manchester United became the Manchester United we know in the nineties, mm-hmm. and Cantona was a huge part of that. Ferguson, of course, was was the main reason, but Cantona was also a big reason. But Cantona, he wasn't there with the treble winning season mm-hmm. when they won the Champions League, which yeah. is you know their best season ever 
probably. Uh, you know, they would win another Champions League under Ferguson as well. The memories are starting to fade a little bit, I think, with Cantona. Inevitably, that's mm. that's true. But they'll always sing his name in, mm. in, in, in the stands. He'll always be on those, you know, those those red, uh, white and black Man United flags. And they'll always have his face in there. Yeah. Um, it's like, it, the, like our generation, certainly my generation. Yeah. Uh, like, it's those 70s players that, you know, older people talk sure. about. And you're like, all right, granddad, I've got uh-huh. a Shearer shop. <laughs> 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 but like Eric Antonov is one of those players that, you mm. know, he defined the early Premier League yes. uh, 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 generations and, and he was just unstoppable. Mm. It was just, it sometimes it just wasn't worth turning up against Manchester United, who had an incredible side anyway. Yeah. When Eric Antonov was in the side, he was suspended. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Palace defender Richard Shaw had been nibbling away at him the whole game um, and and Cantona snapped and, and kicked out of him and got sent off. And you knew this was this was in Cantona's locker, as I say, he'd been sent off four times uh, already in his Manchester United career. Mm. And that's in the 90s, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you could do loads before getting sent off. It was acceptable in the 90s. So he was sent off and he was making his way towards the tunnel with a Man United kit man doing his best to usher him along. So he was pissed off, yeah, quite yeah. clearly. And uh, it was a bit of argy-bargy and whatnot. And then the Crystal Palace fan, Matthew Simmons, ran down, apparently ran down 11 rows to shout at Cantona as he, as he walked off. Mm. And Simmons later told um, a certain tabloid, which I'd rather not name, uh, that his words to um, Cantona were... And, and, and remember, he, he was desperate to say this to Cantona, run down 11 rows, and he said, off you go, Cantona, it's an early bath for you. <laughs> <laughs> 11 rows. bullshit. I've, I've got to say this. <laughs> I have to. I'm going to put down my, 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 my book for a moment <laughs> and I'm going to... You rotter. Yeah. Now, witnesses claim his actual words were something like, fuck off, you motherfucking French bastard, which is obviously Clip a horrific that. sentence. Yeah, yeah but come on. <laughs> I really want to... I'm so glad we're rejoining the EU. Well, what have you said this one? <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, so um, that's... 
definitely what he said or words to that effect. <laughs> oh, it, is, it is quite clear. <laughs> and again, for Cantona to to uh, react like that, you know. Um, Manchester United actually scored seven minutes after his sending off. David May's first goal for the club. <laughs> Good old David May. Nice. Uh, and who would equalise for Palace? Uh, later on during the game, Gareth Southgate. Yeah. <laughs> you see, that dates it, doesn't it? Yeah. But Ferguson was fuming in the dressing room. Lee Sharp recounts him screaming at David May, Gary Pallister and others. Um, and then turning to Cantona and say, saying, Eric, old son, do you think maybe on second thoughts that wasn't such a good idea? <laughs> Apparently, that, now whether that's exactly what he said, I think Gary Pallister said uh, something similar. That, um, that 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 when they got in the dressing room, Ferguson was fuming at the results and he was having a go and and whatnot. And then he basically turned. So so Palace said, turn. He turned around to Cantona and went, Eric, you can't do that. And, then, and, and that <laughs> was that. it. And they were just like, what? But that was that was that was what he was like. He, he basically because Cantona, if you got Cantona playing well. You knew you had a world beater. Oh, he was mm. he was a seismic force, I think, in where you control games. Yeah. Whereas whereas that kick, what he did, you know, that I mean. The, the, it was just in, incredible, but you know, it, it did show you that you know the precision of that kick <laughs> to kind of in amongst the haste to, to go flying in and make a good contact. It shows you that class is permanent, you know, oh. <laughs> and do no wrong. <laughs> but it was, I mean, it was extraordinary because he's got to get over the hoardings yeah. as well. Yeah, and he sort of goes in, with, and he didn't do himself with two, goal. and then he kind of like he lands his landing foot. I don't really know. Really, it was it's all. I just remember that shocked woman's face going, "Oh, yeah, oh, <laughs> and a big cord. Oh God, <laughs> what's going on?" It's Eric Cantona kicking this monster of a man. But you have, as a supporter, you have a contract between yourself and and proceedings, don't you? Yeah. And when that contract is broken by a pledge, I'm really <laughs> kicking someone. It's broke the full fall. It's a bit like, well, we can do anything now. Yeah. Can we? I'm gonna eat the football. Can I? Can I get on the pitch and play? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to come in here. But it was so iconic. And I remember the Suit of Animals song, um, The Man Don't Give a Fuck. Oh, yeah. And I, 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 for some reason in my head, I thought that was the cover of The Suit of Animals, but it wasn't. It was Robin Friday. It was, it was Robin, Robin Friday, Friday. Uh, to Reading. <laughs> yeah. uh, Reading play. Although I'm, I'm not Cardiff. sure. If, he was at Cardiff at the time. He was at Cardiff in that photo, yeah. Yeah, but, but it, he, just, it just it made me think, uh, for some reason, I thought that was the cover. It was so iconic. I yeah. thought that was the cover of yeah, 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 yeah. The Suit of Animals song. I know. With, <laughs> but with that, that iconic seven on the back. Yeah, he yeah. made that number. It's it's the the collar and the shirt number. The whole lot. The shirt on that match, a black. It was a black shirt. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sharp view cam shirt. Whoa. Yeah, that was oh. it. I remember that. Yeah, oh, I want yeah, a sharp yeah. view cam. How weird. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, and and I think that's it. That the way Cantona, <laughs> he, he was so, what's what's the word? Just so composed and just had such great poise and so on. And even when he's doing that. He doesn't look like a brawler. He doesn't look like some angry, mad Ed. Do you know what I mean? Like he's you just sort of think to yourself, he's gone he's weighed it all up and gone, Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this right is this yeah, is yeah. a good idea. And I stand by and he still stands by. Yeah, it, it's brilliant. And he was he was just so calm after it as well. It, yeah. it, he looked exactly like he did. I remember when he scored that brilliant chip against Sunland. Oh, and then there was that on. iconic I mean, celebration the one, where he turns it? around, his hands Arms go up, up and he just end. looks around. It was literally the same demeanour as that. <laughs> Imagine if he did the celebration. Yeah, like the bloke, like guys up. on the floor. Arms out, they are. What do you want more do you want? Oh, my goodness. But yeah, yeah. I tell, uh, another thing I like from this game as well. Sorry, just going back. I know you said Richard Shaw was was, was nibbling away. And well, what, because you knew you could wind him up sometimes. Yeah, it was quite a, 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 a tense game. And, and Manning Eight were becoming a bit of a scalp around that time as well. Oh, they, were, no, they were the team to beat. Yeah, yeah, their status. And it's funny, Roy Keane, I, I like this from Roy Keane. 
what he called uh, the part-time hard men of clubs such as Norwich, Swindon and Palace. <laughs> Players who were somewhere between rough house and shit house. <laughs> so, so Keane and Man United were very much aware of, yep. of these teams coming to them, give them a few kicks yep. and kind of now took a lot of kick your gigs as people had yeah. that back and they took you know they, they were harder than people though, I think. yeah I think, I think there was Richard Shaw Chris Corman and that team Southgate like yep. you said as well these yep. guys weren't well Southgate uh, and Keane had a bit of uh, yeah these, you know, not these in that, maybe not in that game it was in a, perhaps an FA Cup uh, maybe semi-final but you're right though. They, but they were tough you had to be tough yeah, yeah. Uh, you era. have to be tough now, but in the nineties, you know, you could boot players. And Pitches stuff. as well were terrible. You look at that Sellers, that Sellers Park pitch. Mm. Remember, it used to always used to be a joke, didn't it? Just how bad it was. It was just, just this right. mud pitch. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. I mean, again, the, the scenes were very nineties. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. But but Cantona to have, um, again, like you know, the the, the 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 sort of vibe he had in the kind of standing, but then to do like arguably your most important player. <laughs> <laughs> to do something like that, it's utterly extraordinary. Knowing full well they'll they'd be in in the British press, yeah. The the mother of the a cataclysmic, mm. epoch-defining yeah. level of fucking pearl clutching, yes. About the whole affair, <laughs> oh, the, the, the media frenzy was insane. Yeah, it was like it was almost like there was a moral panic about it. Like but it's, but it's, all just, it's all just um, artificial, isn't it? It's all just like, right, what's going to sell papers? Yeah. What's Stewie Donaldson going to be telling the, his son but I mean, the, the no, morning but, before, the I mean, it is, a, it is a huge thing. Like, so, it like, is, suppose, yeah. so, so we but, can't sort of say, oh, it was absolutely incredible, blah, 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 and then sort of have a go at the media for, for reporting going crazy. However... When the BBC nine o'clock news interviews schoolchildren about it, <laughs> that goes too far. It's like, well, won't someone think of the children? What did you think? Oh, I haven't actually seen it. Well, here it is. Oh, well, now I was like, what are you doing? You know, like. <laughs> I like how um, Richard Williams in the Independent was just a bit, bit against the grain with this. And Eric Cantona's only mistake was to stop hitting him. <laughs> the more we discovered about Mr. Simmons, the more Cantona's assault looked like the instinctive expression of a flawless, flawless moral judgment. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that. You know, after the event, people can sort of say, "Oh no, it was great," and it was this, that, and the other. But at the time, like it was shocking. Yeah. And and actually, yeah. you know, all joking aside, a footballer shouldn't shouldn't be doing that. No. Of course, it's Cantona and Matthew Simmons. Quite clearly, is is not a nice individual. Mm-hmm. Um, would 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 go on. To... Oh, wasn't a nice individual. Maybe reformed. Um, oh, have you got news on that? <laughs> well, the the, the the latest update okay, uh, okay. is is uh, over ten years old. So right. we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But in two thousand and eleven, yeah, he was uh, spared a jail sentence for punching another man at a children's football game. Reportedly held That's a grudge. Great, he's still in the game, though. Yeah. Well, he, he reportedly held a grudge because his thirteen-year-old son was dropped from the under eights uh, when his altercation with Cantona was brought to the manager's attention. I mean, that seems like a weird thing to do since yeah. the father and all that. But like, guy. Yeah, but but you do see kind of um, silly bollocks like that on, on 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 fields up the length and breadth of the country. Like yeah. dads and mums getting really needlessly involved in amateur <laughs> children's football. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> well, well, Cantona was initially handed two weeks in prison in a hearing at Croydon Magistrates Court, but that would be quickly overturned. Right. I mean, you, you remember Duncan Ferguson? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was yeah. put away for with with, with the headbutt. I mean, that, that kiss. Yeah, well, the, the dictionary <laughs> definition of it. But like, that 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 was crazy, you know. And he and he'd never played for Scotland because he was just like the the, the SFA like abandoned him or, or whatever his reasons were. If that's not quite accurate, but he certainly stopped playing for Scotland and 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 that was that. So Cantona, this is what the story was like. Nearly prison time because. I mean, if you did that in a, you know, in, you know, in, on the street to someone, yeah. you know, that, I mean, that is assault, you know. Um, Simmons was handed a five hundred pound fine for abusive behaviour and re- received a year long stadium ban. 
Uh, when the verdict was given... Um, you're long, though. Like, you'd get, like, a lifetime these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you really would, yeah. You'd get more, yeah, certainly. <laughs> Again, 90s. Can't stress enough yeah. which decade this happened in. Um, when the verdict was given, Simmons launched himself over the bench at Cantona's lawyer and got him in a headlock while reportedly yelling, I am innocent, I swear on the Bible. <laughs> yeah, you. if there was any doubt about that... <laughs> well, I mean, you've just got a man in a headlock, yeah. so... <laughs> yeah. so You're not we'll see you in a few months, <laughs> <Yeah>. shall we? <laughs> All right, fine. Well, we won't right, do you for that. that. <laughs> we'll do for that. <laughs> you knobhead. <laughs> just not getting how this works, right, the courts. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, dearie me. Um, yeah, so, so Cantona was given 120 hours community service. Manchester United stage a press conference where Cantona simply read a note that said, when seagulls follow the trawler, it is because they think sardines will be thrown into the sea. That very famous quote, yeah. of course. What was he talking So he was basically saying to the press, sort of saying that yeah. if I don't say anything, the press are waiting for, or am I, in, I trying to interpret something that has I, tried I think, to be interpreted for such a long time? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, it's just foolish to try. <laughs> he had an amazing quote not that long ago. Was it at a FIFA Awards where he got, some sort of that's right yeah he had a bit of it was like a lifetime achievement award or whatever they <laughs> hand out or you know um just great value just fantastic value yeah 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 uh i mean I, yeah he he read out a poem um out at the awards i should say but it it was still quite odd yeah, <laughs> right. it was yeah. it was it was it was classic it was it was almost a follow on from that seagulls and trawler yeah indeed, it, it yeah. really had, had so many parallels to well, it well we know he got into acting after so it was like yeah. a sequel wasn't it <laughs> um but yeah so so what what happened after the, the 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 kick and the sending off and so on because lest we forget it was during a football season it feels, it feels like you retired like next season <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> it's very well, quickly well it was good news for blackburn rovers because mm. they went on and won the title yeah just on the last day of the season, of course. But again, like you think if Cantona was in that side, would Manchester United have won the league that season? Mm. You know, would Blackburn have got that famous league title win? We will never know and we don't care because certainly myself and a lot of neutrals were wanting Blackburn Rovers to win the title that year. <laughs> so Cantona did get a nine-month ban across football. And you think about that, that is that is huge. You know, that's uh, you know, would would a player come back the same? Would they have the, the desire? Would they have, you know, fitness? All sorts of things. And that included reserve games as well. So, he, I mean, yeah. he really got the book thrown at him. He was found to be playing in behind-closed-doors friendlies, though. Um, so I don't know if that was... I don't uh, know where, like, what are the rules? Like, how can you stop a man just having yeah, a kick? Yeah, I was say, just <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. I'm having a kick around with my friends, all of the Manchester United team. And he got the badge on. Is he wearing the badge? <laughs> it's not an organised game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, he got a referee. That's just Fergie. Cantona <laughs> uh, said... Um, uh, when he was found to be playing in a behind-closed-doors friendly. It was just a friendly game, but the journalist was on top of a tree outside and he took a picture. Unfortunately, he didn't fall. All right, Eric. <laughs> Kick him while he's up. Um, but yeah, so so that summer, during the ban, Ferguson persuaded Cantona to keep playing and stay at Manchester United. A, a move to Inter was perhaps on the cards. Right. Uh, Ferguson went specifically to Paris to, to woo him and they met um, uh, in a restaurant which the owner specifically closed for the purpose of Ferguson uh, making sure Cantona would stay. And it's fair to say when Cantona returned to the pitch... He made a huge impact. The 1st of October 1995, Manchester United played a very good Liverpool side with Robbie Fowler with bleach blonde hair. Uh, and it was a 2-2 draw. Cantona scored. I'm pretty sure it was a penalty. 
and the fans loved it. It was as if he'd never been away. <laughs> they, in fact, I think they loved him even more. And he celebrated and he jumped on the pole behind the goal that was holding up the net. And he was, oh, it was, it was, it was a moment. <laughs> I think, I think it really, I think the whole incident as well went for Manchester United's kind of identity. Then what the fans were trying to create and kind it of like did. everyone hates us yep. <laughs> just because we're fucking good. Yes. Do you know what I mean? They're doing us in and everything. Yeah. And I think it, it really much bought into that. Mm. And he, and he led the charge, Cantona, that year. Oh, absolutely. I tell you what was interesting as well. And I mean, we talk about how press react and what have you, but it's in, it's funny looking at, you know, media campaigns and what have you now with characters and such. But Nike obviously kept him on. Mm. And then there was billboards around the country with uh, he's been punished for his mistakes. Now it's someone else's turn on. Yeah, <laughs> so right. It's interesting, okay. it's interesting uh, how Nike took him on, especially when you look at right now, people, you know, at Nike are kind of like, oh, we don't know whether to touch Risk him. Yeah, 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 whereas yeah, yeah. They stuck by him throughout that. Mm. And that season... Football writers, uh, footballer of the year. Yeah, I mean, it shows, doesn't it? He, he missed a few games at the start of the season. Was came back, hit the ground running. He didn't look like he'd missed any football at all, and it was, it, it, you know, as if the fans couldn't love him enough. That is when he came back that season. He's won the football writers' player of the year award. They go on, they they win the league again. He scores the winner in the cup final, of course, against Liverpool in a drab game where it's a that moment was shocking of quality. That oh, it was yeah. awful. Yeah, it was but, such a huge build-up. It, it was a brilliant volley goal, just yeah. through the crowd. Yeah, yeah, it was behind so body... him, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Again, it showed you it showed you what he was made of. Um, sorry to bring it up, Peter, but obviously Newcastle <laughs> had a great lead. But away at St. James's Park, mm. Manchester United need to win. He gets the goal. He was just imperious that season. Mm, yeah. And that season, if there was ever any doubt that he was going to be put into Manchester United folklore, that was just, just completely taken away. That I think Cantona that season, it's one of the, the, the great performances, one of the standout performances I can remember from a player in the season. You, you can think of other ones. You can think of, you know, sort of a Thierry Henry season at yeah, Arsenal when they, when they Henry, did yeah. well or... Um, uh, you know, maybe sort of. Well, I'm about to use all Arsenal players. There, you know, you can think mm. of them. You don't need me mm. to start rattling them off. Um, but that season at Manchester United, when he came back, my goodness, it was it was worth the wait. After all yeah. those, and I think as, I think what Cantona did as well is that everybody hated Manchester United because they were the, the they were the best team. And I know a lot of people could still hate hold on to that hatred now, mm-hmm. but it's not quite as is what it was. But yeah, a lot of people who hated Manchester United, they could still find love for Cantona. Mm, yeah. And I think that shows you what, what he meant. He Again, he almost sort of transcended it all. Oh, I think so. He was, he, like I say, he was, he was just way more than a footballer. He had everything about him, just the persona. And I think Ferguson, he, he called it defiant charisma. Yeah, and that's it. That sums him up perfectly. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. There we are. Thank you for joining us on another Football Ramble Guide too. Remember, we want your ideas for what to talk about next. Email us, show at footballramble.com or tweet us at Football Ramble with your suggestions. There we are, gentlemen. Pleasure talking about Eric Cantona's Kung Fu kick. Off you go, Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> for an, <laughs> an early, early bath. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, David. Thank you, my man. Thank you, Peter. Goodbye. Thank you, Eric. See you soon, everybody. <laughs> The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.